Otherwise, I suggest you pick up a weapon and stand a post. Either way, I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Here's Guillermo Moreno. Hello, hello, hello. This is Todd Cottis hitting in for Guillermo Moreno. I've got Dougie Fresh sitting across from me. How long ago was it? How long ago was it when we first sat in this studio? Oh, it was like three months ago. Already three months? Yeah. And boy, what a three months it's been, hasn't it? Oh, man, it's been exciting. (laughs) (laughs) You know, since that time, we've had a chance to get out and make our own podcasting site. Rebel Radio Now! Look at that shirt you got there, and I've got my official... Mm, green swag on too and uh, it's a lot of fun to be out there doing all the podcasts and stuff but it's always great when Guillermo asks us to come in and and, uh, co-host yeah it is because when you listen to us uh, Todd and Dougie Fresh over here it's a little different because uh, we try and have some fun at the same time we try and get all the issues out at one time and just blast all the issues out and we're pretty excited about that because the news today is everywhere all over the map whether it's the recall or whether Mm -hmm. it's what's happening in california with the congressional districts and all kinds of stuff but you know with rebel radio now we've been able to grow this thing in the last couple months uh now and we've had what five governor candidates five or six five or six now right if you uh, count waking up the neighbors because they had one. Oh, that's true that's true we had we had uh that, that they were on our show too actually but, they had two two well yeah well that yeah yeah diego came over them and then, and then they, they had, had major sarah. williams and sarah and sarah yes yeah. that's right they had major williams too yeah, it was with you oh, that's in right. the morning, in remember? The studio, in the yeah, studio, that's yeah. right, that's right, that's right. Yes, we did have all those things going on. So we've had Major Williams. There's so many of them, it's hard to we've had <laughs> keep Sarah, track. Sarah Stevens. Mm-hmm. We've had Diego Martinez. We've had... Grover. Grover for governor. And then we also, down in Los Angeles, it was... Um, we had Nicholas Wildstar. Nicholas Wildstar. And Daniel Mercury. And Daniel Mercury. All these guys running for governor. Mm-hmm. And we had a chance to meet those guys, actually, down most of them down in Los Angeles in Corona at the church there for the first governor debate for Republicans. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was exciting, if, wasn't it? If you go to rebelradionow.com, you can go back and you can see our recap of that thing and yeah. some of the some of the some of the stuff that they did there, but it was quite the little show. Mm-hmm. We it talked was, a lot of poop about it too. It was a lot <laughs> <laughs> It was it was kind of almost like a comedy show it watching was. it. And you know, there's there is going to be 150 or so people coming out for this governor's race and I I I like to say that um if these guys are the ones putting themselves out there, what kind of people are out there? Oh, man, there's going to be probably like 10 legitimate ones and then probably like 140 clowns. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, you know, we've got a chance to talk to them at length, several mm-hmm. of them, several times. And, you know, they're, they're good people with good intentions, but really do they have what it takes to move, move, move masses of people towards them? Yeah, exactly. I mean, who of these candidates has actually been in a leadership position governing or just working over millions of people or even hundreds of people at, you know, or, or, <laughs> or even like of tens people. of people. <laughs> exactly. I don't think very many of them have. No, but, but, but they all had the best intentions mm-hmm. and everybody can say that, you know, you know, Schwarzenegger was not a uh, big political leader or a big, big business owner or something like that, mm-hmm. but, but they're not Schwarzenegger No, and they don't command the room when they walk in the building. And it takes that in order to be, it, it, it just takes that. But does, it, does Newsom, does he command the room? He thinks he does. <laughs> I, I, maybe it's just all ego. Maybe you got to have a really big ego. You know, 99% of promotion is you're putting yourself out there mm-hmm. as something that you either are or you aren't, but it's how you promoted yourself. Hi, I'm the governor of California. I'm Gavin Newsom. Uh, yeah. Listen to me. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's my first. That was almost like your Batman. Batman's way better. <laughs> we'll do that one later. Yeah, we'll do that one later. <laughs> but you know, all these candidates all all have one thing in common. They all love California, except for maybe Nick Weldster. I don't. I don't know. Um, he's uh, he's, he's got good intentions. He, I like the three D printing of the homeless houses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, his his attitude towards cops mm-hmm. is, is terrible. His attitude towards um, a lot of things are kind of um, uh, questionable at best. I think you're biased, though, because you were a sheriff and he doesn't like them. I am very biased because I believe that there's a bunch of great cops out there doing God's work. I'm sure there are. And uh, (laughs) sometimes people, uh, when they answer questions, they... You know, they, mm-hmm. they kind of shock you. And guys like Wildstar has very strong opinions about things when he's been a libertarian and a Democrat all of his life. I got to stick up for the guy, though, because he was telling, you know, stories about when he was younger and he was getting beat up by the police. He's already got a bad taste in his mouth. True. But you know? what got him beat up by the police? He would never know. talk about that. <laughs> Being black? No, no. Being <laughs> an idiot. We weren't there. We don't know. There's, there could have been a racist cop back then. 99% of the times. Oh, yes, absolutely. I get that. But 99.9% of the time, people that get, you know, we were talking about this just, just a couple days ago. Michigan Democrat, state elected official, got in a single vehicle, rollover crash with his SUV after driving all over the highway. And apparently mm-hmm. he had, I'm a, I'm a state official uh, vanity it said, place. It said elected or something. Yeah, it said yeah, elected it, on it. Exactly. And he gets into a single vehicle rollover, and then he—that was Jewel Jones, right? Yeah, yeah, out of Michigan. Yeah, 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 Jewel Jones. Yeah, and he ends up fighting with the cops when he was the one drunk driving. He's the one that crashed the car, and then and then what did he do? He tried to say that he said that he's in charge of their budget. Yeah, and he said he wanted their badge numbers and their names, and he was going to contact the governor. After that altercation oh, was by over. by the way, he happens to be a black guy. Mm-hmm. And now, all of a sudden, he he's an auxiliary police officer also. Yeah, and he had a weapon. I, he, I guess he had a illegal weapon possession or something, too. Yeah. So, the, the guys that are telling us that we don't need guns, have them. Have them. <laughs> yeah, and he, he was in the illegal possession of a weapon. It didn't say in the article what weapon it was, but I can only assume. that An AR-15, a, right? Probably, yeah. <laughs> or some high-capacity yeah. gun or something like that. I, 96 that, rounds. Yeah, 96. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, these guys that are telling us that we don't need guns, these Democrats mm-hmm. out there, are actually driving drunk with weapons. And we can only assume it's a gun because that, that that's the number one that you can't have. Because, you you know, knives aren't like in Europe right now or in Great Britain where knives are banned. Wait, also. so knives are banned there? Oh, yes. But there's still people dying from uh, being stabbed. Oh, yeah. See, see, they, they finally got rid of all the guns. Mm-hmm. You know, then they got rid of all the fox hunting and all, all, all the sport shooting because all the aristocrats were out there doing their, their pheasant hunts and stuff like that <laughs> what is this impersonation of? i don't know I just a <laughs> we shall go out and hunt a pheasant today and we'll have 500 servants getting him out of the okay so this is a stuffy rich guy yes impersonation. Exactly. all right yeah, got stuffy got rich guy impersonation that's <laughs> the, what it is with the long cigarette thing <laughs> yes or a or a pipe you know <laughs> or a pipe kind of thing so they get rid of all the hunting they get rid of all the guns uh the, even the police don't really carry guns and my wife likes watching this um this uh swedish crime show what's it called i i don't don't you tell me what it it's got it's got like <laughs> no nah, it's got like one terror of those, at the ikea yeah, meatballs <laughs> attack 
<laughs> That's my Swedish. <laughs> but they had guns because the cops in Sweden carry guns. Okay. But they're not the ones in the UK unless you're on a special attack team because you can't trust even cops with guns over there. Mm. And uh, you don't have a permit to be a gun carrying cop in the I, UK. I can't. I cannot <laughs> even begin to tell you my tension levels when I'm watching these British crime shows with my wife because she's all over that. She's all over those crime shows. Mm-hmm. And none of them have guns. And I'm thinking, oh, I'd never do it. I, I could never do that job without a gun. Freeze! <laughs> <laughs> They're slingshots. Using <laughs> a finger gun. I don't know. I'd have a because water gun guns full in that country. There's Papatio. lots of guns yeah. in, in UK. <laughs> and yeah, get, get some hot sauce and you know spray it on them or something <laughs> like that. It, it's just one of those things where the double standard is crazy. So they ban guns, and then knife attacks go through the roof. And on the mm-hmm. way here, we were looking at crime statistics. How many people per year die of homicide in America? You were you were looking at that number? Yeah, it was like six hundred and eighty something. No, six thousand. Six my bad. Six thousand. Six thousand. Eight hundred. Mm-hmm. Approximately in three hundred and fifty million people. And that was in 2019. 2019. So sixty sixty eight hundred. And then you look at knife deaths, then what was that number? It was somewhere around eleven hundred to thousand knife deaths yeah, in, in somewhere, America. Somewhere around there. Okay. So you got three hundred and fifty million. Mm-hmm. And you got Europe, or actually the UK, with a population of 68 million, mm-hmm. approximately one-fifth, one-sixth of American population. And how many knife deaths did they have in 2019? It was like 280, 280 300, 300, 300 or so. So if you multiply, if you multiply that 300 times 5.5, you're talking about more knife deaths per capita mm-hmm. than America. Wow. Oh! Take away the guns. <laughs> so so you know if, if suicide is the issue and when you take i'd rather die from a gunshot dude get it over with right yeah i don't want to no, be whatever. bleeding out all over the place like 15 uh, stab wounds you know i know i know but it, 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 it's one of those things where if you're going to kill yourself you're going to find any weapon of opportunity to do it mm-hmm. and by taking the using that suicide thing for it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Coming up, we have some more information on the trial back in Minnesota and all the stuff that Maxine Waters did to make it even worse than it already is. Right now, you got Rebel Radio now on the KXEX Guillermo Moreno Show. I'm Todd Cotter. This is Dougie Fresh. You guys hold on. Guillermo Moreno. Guillermo Moreno? Who's that guy? I don't know. It doesn't look like you. No. <laughs> Not at all. But I want to thank Guillermo for letting us come in here. We are Todd Cotta and Dougie Fresh right over here. RebelRadioNow.com. It is the podcasting show that is just going up and up and up over here in the wonderful community of Hanford, California. But we're getting out worldwide now. I was looking there the other day. We had people from like Ukraine and Saskatchewan. Uh, exactly. Nice. Everywhere that were just watching the <laughs> show. And it was a lot of fun to do that. But, you know, we've interviewed lots and lots of people, including we've had the Proud Boys on to our show. Mm-hmm. And that that was quite the experience. We've had them on twice. Yeah, twice now. And uh, we're still trying to get answers. We are. <laughs> I don't know if we'll get them, but we're trying. <laughs> I, I just, I, 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 I want to learn more about what they're about mm-hmm. and, and what they really, really stand for, and try and learn what the, mm-hmm. you know, an Earth light. And then he got a little bit more into it, and pretty soon he starts stepping into these groups that were Antifa. 
Now, Antifa isn't a single group, according to him. Antifa is a conglomeration of different groups. Well, that according to Joe Biden, it's an idea. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but 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 it's 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 a it's a gathering of many groups to mm-hmm. make one unified message, which the Democrats and the liberals out there are really good at doing. And so Antifa, he gets into this thing, and he's so thankful that the only thing he's ever done is some vandalism. You know, and he's never really hurt anybody or none of that stuff. But when he got to college, he started reading uh, uh, Soul, um, the, some some conservative books and some conservative thinkers of, of the mm-hmm. 20th century. Uh, and he started listening to their ideas and reading about them. And then he'd go back to his groups and say, you ever listen to this guy? Or you ever? They literally ostracized him for having thought outside of their you can't do that, bro. You can't have your own ideas. No. So uh, some of the Proud Boys were even saying that, that when they went down to the Tower District yes. to basically stand there in support of the church yes, at Tower Theater, that they would talk to some people over there that were protesting. They'd come over, they'd start talking, they'd have a conversation, and then a couple of the protesters would come over, grab that person, and pull them away because they saw that they were starting to like actually get along and get on the same page about things. Yes, because if we communicate with each other and mm-hmm. if we talk about these issues, we can find common ground. Mm-hmm. And yet they don't want common ground. They want everything. Burn the history books. They want to burn. Matter of fact, burn the history books. It just happened this week at mm-hmm. Lamore High School. A friend of mine's son works for Lamore Unified School District. And last Friday, they spent the entire day, a bunch of teachers, pulling every Native American history book, every uh, colonial, and they threw them in the dumpster. What was the reasoning behind it? Did they have a new one to replace it with? It was offensive and racist. Wow. You know, it doesn't make sense. Well, it makes sense when you think about they want to erase our history so they can redefine what it was. Mm -hmm. Because if there's documentation of it, and taking it out of one high school isn't going to take away the history. You know, the intraweb that we have has every bit of data ever produced in the history. I wonder what they're going to replace it with. What are they going to rewrite our history to say? Oh, that, that America was based on pure racism and that we must atone for it for the rest of our days. But that's what the history books already say. It already says it was built on yes. on slavery and things like that. You yes. Know how, so. But if we erase that history, mm-hmm. we are bound to fail again by not learning from the history, the failures of our past. They're not even <laughs> learning from the failures of the present right now. I know, I know, but but that's part of the reason why they're taking mm-hmm. it away is because they really don't want us to move forward. They want us to regress back to the Jim Crow days. You gotta, you gotta kind of wonder what are the powers that be? What are they planning? Because whenever our country we go to war overseas, we make a lot of money. You know, all these contracts get out to all these different companies and stuff. Yes. We have a war going on at home right now. It's not necessarily one that we're fighting with guns and tanks sure. and stuff. But there is a war going on, and people are capitalizing on it, off of it with COVID-19 and all the other stuff that's out here, the vaccines, all that, all that stuff. Yes. People are making money off of even the split demographics that they're trying to do, you know, with yeah. blacks and whites and Mexicans and Asians and all this stuff. Yeah. There's all these different little organizations and nonprofits that are popping up, and people are getting all the stimulus money for what... They're making money. We've been working closely <laughs> with lots. homeless, right? We've been yeah. working. Our group has been working closely with homeless. And, you know, there's hundreds of millions of dollars coming out of Sacramento to help, mm-hmm. help the homeless people. But yet they're not seeing it anywhere. 
They are not. All that money is getting funneled to Gavin Newsom's little cronies and little buddies for their little pet projects. And we're not talking about just a million or two. We're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars of people getting rich mm -hmm. off the backs of the people that have it the least in our society. Like, look at Venice Beach. There's tents <laughs> all the way up and down the boardwalk of people sleeping there on on the beach with their. And then, uh, I just saw a video today. Somebody driving through North Portland, and yes. it's, there's like RVs and tents and all sorts of junk and trash everywhere. Last time I was down in Los Angeles, there is an ordinance down there that says that you can park in front of anybody's house you want and you can live in your vehicle and they can't move you away. Full hookups, bro. <laughs> you know, yeah. check, you know, yeah, guys water. would go out and buy minivans that were like in a junkyard mm -hmm. and, 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 and cargo vans and old RVs have them towed in front of somebody's house near downtown Los Angeles and rent them out to people. Airbnb? Yes, <laughs> junk cars, Dang. and the residents can do nothing about it. I'd be so mad. Oh, I'd be buying. Oh yeah, gallons of gasoline and burn that stuff in the middle of the night. Oh my God, yes. You know, uh, it it is so. Uh, the The system is so backwards right now, mm -hmm. including right now what's happening with 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 the congressional races right now. On Rebel Radio now, we've had two congressional candidates now. We've had Chris Matisse. He's running against David Valadeo, and I hope he beats the crap out of David right now because David... Deserves... He's doing a great job, isn't he? He is. He's doing a great job. David Valadeo? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no. I'm talking about Chris Matisse needs to get out there and make sure that he beats the pants off David Valadeo. And I had a chance to meet David Valadeo's uh, chief of staff for the Central Valley. Yeah, how'd that go? It was great. He's probably a nice guy, wasn't he's he? He's a nice young kid. He's just yeah. out of college. You can tell he's a real green Wait, around the... was he over at the gun center? I don't know. Last year during the campaign? I don't know. There's, there's a couple of them that came over there. I don't know. This guy here, uh, this guy here was, was, was at a meeting I was at mm -hmm. just a few weeks ago, and we walked out to the cars together, and he introduced himself to me, and I, and I said hi, and I'd never met him before. And uh, I said, I just want you to know that my sole purpose in life is to make sure David does not get reelected. It's not going to happen. <laughs> what do you say to that? He goes, I understand. I totally understand where you're coming from. And, and uh, you know, it wasn't a mean or bad conversation. Mm -hmm. I just letting him know that, yeah, I'm not your friend right now. And he's got a job to do, and he's representing the, the office. And he was a good kid. He did a great job doing it. But, uh, yeah, no, it's not going to happen. There hasn't been a lot coming off of that front lately, has there? He's been very quiet lately. Yeah, I think they all have. Yeah, he, you know, everyone's he, been pretty quiet. Everybody's been just kind of laying low, and 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 and. Uh, well, when you got people like Maxine Waters out there, that, that she's not it, laying low. <laughs> no, no, no. We're talking about Republicans are laying low. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about uh, Democrats. De Democrats laying low because right now we just had that trial finish up for the Derek Chauvin trial, mm -hmm. and uh, what a mess the president and her made it. Yeah, I don't know how those jurors were not affected by what she was saying and by all the people that were standing out in front of the courthouse there's no way that their decision was based on merit alone have you seen the trail of jurors coming out now on the news yeah saying they didn't have a choice they had no choice whatsoever they knew the country would burn if they would have let them go it doesn't matter though i know is that justice some kind of justice even greg gutfeld <laughs> got on the air and said yeah, he needed to be guilty just so that my house wouldn't burn. Mm -hmm. What kind of justice is that? Yeah, it's not justice at all, at all. I, 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 I get so tired of watching so the these... judge didn't even sequester the jurors from looking at social media. No, 
He should have. They should have been in the dark the whole time. That way, no outside opinion could have affected their decision. True, but how long was that trial? Two months long? Yeah, so. People go on Facebook jail all the time. True, but <laughs> to truly sequester somebody, you have to take them away from their family, mm-hmm. away from their lives for two full months. And in the minute they go... It's a big and, case, though. The minute they go and have their conjugals, or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. the word's going to get out anyway. And why they would have it in such a open fashion, I just don't understand. It was a hot button case, mm-hmm. whether I agree or disagree with what happened. I mean, I'm being a cop for 21 years myself. Whether I agree or whether I disagree, that was an inappropriate way to handle that trial. Oh, absolutely, 100%. And then you got Maxine Waters out He's there. He's going to appeal it, too. You know he is. Oh, he has to. And then, so they're just delaying the inevitable. He's going to end up appealing it. He's going to say, Maxine Waters and the president were all talking crap. It's, and it affected my the decision that the jurors made and watch him get off and then the, then the country's going to burn. Even <laughs> the judge said you guys have really screwed this up. He did. He he said that it was abhorrent behavior from Maxine Waters. Yes. And then we have the new commercial today from Joe Collins. Man, that thing is awesome. <laughs> I, he's actually a good friend of ours and I te- yeah, we, I texted him I was like, "Dude, your commercial was sick. And he was like, thanks, bro. <laughs> yeah, in two weeks, Joe's going to be back with us again for a, for an event coming down. We're going to talk about it in the second hour. But we have a great event coming up, and Joe Collins is going to be speaking at it here in about two weeks. But he got out there, and we asked him when he was on the show, what, what did you think about staying in front of Maxine Waters' house? And he said, man, I didn't want to go there. I didn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just tacky to do that. But his second video comes out. <laughs> you know what? She's She's going ham. So he might as well, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's going right at him. Yeah. So he may as well just give it all. So, mm-hmm. again, he's standing in front of her multi-million dollar mansion. In his district where she doesn't live. And she's Actually, at- no. The house is not in his district. Yes. The house is outside of mm-hmm. her congressional district, which they made a law saying that you didn't have to live in your congressional district. Yeah, That's but, why she can do it. But his, his thing is that she doesn't even live in the area that he lives in that he's trying to run for so he can help the people in that area. Yeah. How does she know what's going on? She's in minnesota you yeah. know inciting violence when she should be in california dealing with the problems in her community sure she has no business being in minnesota she even said she even said she will not lose her seat she was just like straight up that cocky about it like yeah. i'll win <laughs> i'll win yeah <laughs> when you're worried when about you're it committing fraud on a biblical scale mm-hmm. it is biblical it's difficult to lose she's like part in the red sea yes exactly and so Joe has already started his congressional campaign again mm-hmm. against Maxine Waters. And, you know, I, I hope that this time the message sticks because she has made an absolute fool of herself. You know, Joe hasn't stopped either. He's been traveling. He's been going all over the state. He goes to different events and things like that. His name's out there. He's going to have a good shot this time. And yeah, he knows what they did last time. Yeah. Yeah. Ballot. Ballot harvesting. Uh, ballot harvesting. Yeah. He said, you know what? I'm going to go pick up those Republican votes and I'm going to deliver them. Sure. That's what he needs to do. And I think that's going to be, and that's going to really show the truth. You should have brought your Joe Collins sneakers today. I know. Next time. You, you didn't bring them. And that's okay. Next time. Next time. Whenever that might be. Go to JoeCollins.com. Yeah. Get your shoes. And you can take a look at our uh, Joe Collins shoes episode on Rebel Radio now. <laughs> you know, we got a lot more stuff coming at you. I mean, this is really, really a big show today because the Supreme Court's hearing another case on guns right here on KXEX 1550.
here's Guillermo Moreno. And you got Rebel Radio now with Todd Cotta and Dougie Fresh. Hanging out for Guillermo, who is somewhere on a plane somewhere. I think, I think he's in the right Caribbean. Now. Yeah, he's in the Caribbean, probably yeah. just soaking up the sun, huh? He is. I he's saw like him on that, Facebook. Uh, he's like, wearing a, a Hawaiian shirt. He's probably he's probably uh, got Cheryl Crow in his uh, <laughs> in his in his headset right or George now. Michael or something like that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> got to have faith. <laughs> yeah. I say he sing, he loves that song. Hey, did you know there's a phone number for the studio here? Is there? Yeah, 559-899-1550. 559-899-1550. If you want to talk to Dougie Fresh or myself, probably Dougie Fresh more than me, you can always call 559-899-1550. There you go. There you go. We are so happy to be here. Thank you, Garamel, for once again allowing us to uh, just grace the beautiful studios here in downtown Fresno. And we do hope that uh, you guys are enjoying yourself today. It's been a beautiful day. Got some rain yesterday. Just because they were spraying the chemtrails. Oh, chemtrails again. Mm-hmm. Huh? You're going back there again. Huh? I see how you are. <laughs> you uh, know me, bro. My th- conspiracies. This morning, the clouds over across here on the Kalinga side mm-hmm. were massive. Just massive rolling clouds. And then when they get to us, it's these little, you know, cotton balls. You little know, baby ones, little baby, little cute baby ones <laughs> coming over here. <laughs> little unicorns. I, uh, yeah, I, got to, I had to drive a little more this morning and got to say it was beautiful, but then I was waiting for it to come here and it didn't. Yeah, he's like, uh, but there's more snow in the mountains, which according to the Fresno Bee doesn't make any difference. We're still gonna have a drought, we're still gonna have a crappy <laughs> water year, just an yeah. absolutely sad, sad water. We year. gotta dump what 80 percent into the ocean that's like that's our quota right yeah for california uh-huh 80 80 800 percent yeah yeah you know, all we gotta, of it gotta save the fish and the butterflies yeah the butterflies yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever <laughs> you know guns are back in the news today and because you know we are gun people and uh i have the king's gun and archery center down in hanford mm-hmm. the supreme court is supposed to be hearing a concealed carry case law today in new york city you cannot carry your gun anywhere locked unlocked federally mandated uh carry which is in a lockbox in the trunk or behind the seat mm-hmm. that doesn't ca- that doesn't matter in new Wait, york city so you can't carry your gun in a locked box in new york no so how do you get it from the store to your house that's the only exception <laughs> really going to and from a gun store going to and from training and to and from hunting wow that's the only three so times. i guess everybody's training and hunting all you, the time all the time all the time and then new york state tried to shut down an indoor range over in uh new jersey right across the bridge there an indoor range they tried to shut it down yes why because it was too close to the city <sighs> so stupid this is like <laughs> our country state. our country is just like footloose but with guns yeah exactly so today the supreme court is going to hear a new york case where um a guy says that hey it's my gun i should be able to carry it whether it's a concealed carry mm-hmm. or whether it's in a, in a federally mandated lockbox, you know, and, and with ammo separate and, you know, that stuff. Yeah. Because that, that's not the case. New York thinks they're above the Supreme Court. They kind of are, right? Well, no, they're not. But it's, but it's New York, man. But it's New York, They're the man. Big Apple. Yeah, Big they got, Apple. They got yeah. Cuomo. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you. Let me tell you, man. They got Trump, bro. Yeah, they got they Trump, did, bro. They did. Well, they did. Now Florida's got him. Yeah, now Florida's got him. So 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 I I've had a chance to go to New York and I went to an indoor gun range down in Soho and talked to the owner there and he showed me all these different things you got to have just to own it. In your house you have to have a card that says you can have a handgun in your apartment or house. Wait, in New York? Yes. <laughs> and then you have to have a second one for long guns and shotguns. Wow. Yes. And you know there is no 
10 day waiting period there mm-hmm. but in order to buy a gun you have to go to the gun store you have to find the gun you want mm-hmm. then you have to have them write down the make model and serial number of the gun they'll hold the gun then you got to go to local precinct to your wait what? you're forgetting a step what you got to show them a negative result Oh yeah, negative. Yeah, improve, negative improve, proof result. of the jab. Oh yeah, I think they learned that lesson from the <laughs> Clovis rodeo grounds. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure, exactly. And so <laughs> they they ended up they then they go back to the local precinct. Mm-hmm. They have to submit the paperwork. Then they have to give them their little handgun card, and then they 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 do the background first. Then they give you the paper back, and then you have so many days to get back to the dealership and say, "Here's my paperwork from the city." They give you the gun, you go on your way. Well, that doesn't sound so bad. Oh yeah, not so bad at it's all. Just a couple steps. Yeah, it's about three weeks. No big deal. <laughs> and then you can Jeez. only have two hundred rounds of ammunition at a time. At a time in your house. Two hundred rounds in total. I eat two hundred rounds of ammo for breakfast. <laughs> What am I going to do with 200 rounds? Exactly. I know. <laughs> and they use that law under the fire code. Oh, really? Yes. They, so they, if there's, if if there's a fire. fire hazard, yeah. But, uh, you know, how many fires I put out in my safe in my house that's got oh, just a lot more than 200 in it. Let me put it that way. It doesn't happen like that. Yeah. You know, people think that if a car catches on fire with ammo on the back, it turns into a freaking shooting gallery. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not. It just burns and then it just kind of blows up. But it'd be little tiny explosions like a firecracker. It's not like people think it is. But that's dangerous, man. So the Supreme Court, you know, it's funny because the Supreme Court made front page news on every news source today that they're hearing this case. I went to the Supreme Court docket today before we came on the show. Mm -hmm. I couldn't find it anywhere. You know what's interesting about New York? No. We'll we'll get into this later, but they're trying to, they're trying to make it to where you can, you can can still carry a gun, right? No. Or they're trying to. You can transport firearms. Okay. It's a simple They're still trying to make it easier though, right? Yes. But they just legalized ma- recreational marijuana there too. Yes, uh, yeah. I, I, we have a whole segment coming up. We do. On, I on just wanted, to, but I just want to talk since we're talking about New York. Yeah, yeah. Uh, recreational marijuana in a, in several states now is happening, including mm-hmm. including this state right here. And we have those little clinics coming all over the place. Yeah. I remember as a deputy sheriff, I was uh, out in Centerville, and they had a they had a medical marijuana place, mm-hmm. and so doctors would have to issue a prescription for it. And they had these little shade tree doctors that were writing these things. And I would actually talk to people. And this is how stupid it was. Mm-hmm. I would talk to these people. What is your problem? A young 20-some-year-old. Oh, I have hypertension. <laughs> That's a problem. But for that, they would give them yeah. a card. I have. I'm, you don't need much yeah. back, back in, you know, sore neck. I sore sprayed back. my ankle in high school. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, I accidentally really? went too deep with the toenail clippers and got my skin. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I would need it for that. <laughs> so there's these ridiculous things. And and, and, and honestly, uh, if alcohol is legal, why is a natural substance such as marijuana illegal? Yeah, you have to actually make alcohol. Marijuana just grows. It just it's, grows. it's already there. You don't get it's do already there. Now they've got their special hybrids and they mm-hmm. got their special blends. Yeah, and they all got those like things. the weird, like, that. you know. I heard one, uh, uh, Rocky Road, <laughs> yeah. Tutti Fruity, and all these other kinds uh, of, of ones that I've heard in the past. Yeah. I, you know, personally, I don't I don't like to partake in the stuff because I don't like being altered, but then I don't like being altered on alcohol either. Mm-hmm. It's just a it's matter of- It's a personal of, choice, though. Exactly. It should be a personal And if you go choice. to work and you're high, you can tell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're, you're going to get in trouble just like you would if you came yeah. to work drunk. Yeah. And, you know, you can uh, get off of marijuana easier than alcohol if you're an addict. I don't see very many people smoking weed and beating their wives either. What is the only addictive substance that'll kill you coming off of it? Alcohol. I don't know. There's probably some other stuff too. True, but 
you don't you don't die coming off of meth. You mm-hmm. do not die coming off of heroin. You do not die coming off of marijuana. You just don't. Yeah, you don't have like weird withdrawals and you stuff. You do have and, withdrawals and stuff. Wait, for marijuana? Alcohol. No, not with no, not marijuana, but with, with meth and with, mm-hmm. with heroin, yes. But with, with alcohol, it'll kill you. Yeah. If you are a you know, uh, uh, a seven fifty a day whiskey drinker or vodka drinker, or it'll literally kill you if it hasn't mm-hmm. killed your liver yet, right? No, seriously, man. Like, I don't see anything wrong with it. So the NPR be responsible. Uh, you know, so the gun court. I couldn't find it today on the on the web. This case, and I, mm-hmm. I, I want to follow up with it because I want to follow this one closely because it'll be the first landmark decision on guns in close to thirty years. So I hope they do hear this and they didn't just cancel it again because there's no way they can say, hey, this is federal law. You got to abide by federal law. Mm-hmm. That's simple. That, that's simple. I would love to see New York just get smacked down by the Supreme Court. That would be so cool. It'd be great if the Supreme Court had any cojones. Yeah. And if you go to my Facebook page, uh, Todd Cotta, and you go to the Rebel Radio Now Facebook page, you will see that the NPR did an article on me this weekend. National Public Radio. You made it, bro. I did. You're there. I made it. <laughs> I'm on. I'm on a national publication mm-hmm. today, and they're talking about Nick's. Uh, come by gun, the. Gun come gun by brand. the uh, King's Gun and Archery Center if you yeah. want Todd Cotta's autograph. Yeah, my he, autograph. You made yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my ship has come in. Now, where's the dollar bills? Where's the exactly. dollar bills? Where's the dollar bills? <laughs> so I got a chance to be on uh, the, this article today, and the lady was really nice. It called me, and I sent her a nice message back, but she didn't write my whole comment. And she thought that um, I saw you posted something about that. Yeah, and I, if you continue reading down, she, they do mention it though. Well, they do mention just they yeah kind of graze over it. They didn't quote it and say Takata said this though. Yeah, but uh, to me, a lot of this has to do with government mistrust. Mm-hmm. You know, government overreach. the The pandemic, pandemic, I should say. Yeah was the beginning of the overreach on this scale and people recognize that as government overreach Mm -hmm. you can't leave your house what communist country would do that to their people i don't know um every single one of them last year Uh, (laughs) true true but you know before the pandemic i mean really i mean that 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 was extreme measures even for communist countries Mm -hmm. but yet we got to do that and people got in line yeah it's crazy what i bet you People were told to shove tampons up their nose. <laughs> they would do it. They would. Oh, my God. Why are people so stupid right now? And there's probably a percentage of people mm-hmm. watching this, listening or watching on, on social media, this show right now, that are wearing a mask right now. And I, I want to laugh at you. By themselves You're while they're a taking a shower. You're an idiot. You're, yeah. <laughs> Do you see the guy in the pool? Yeah. There's a dude swimming in a pool, comes up, he's got his mask on while he's underwater. <laughs> <laughs> this is how idiotic these people are wearing masks, and I have been nowhere with a mask on ever. A freaking lately, and year, it's been great. A year has gone by, yeah. and if you haven't, if you haven't died or gotten sick by now, what makes you think it's going to happen? If you look at the CDC recommendations, mm-hmm. even with the vaccine and 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 the the the, the gene therapy solution, mm-hmm. they still don't guarantee you're not going to get it. They still don't guarantee it's going to help you. They still don't guarantee it's not going to hurt you. It's yeah. experimental medicine look i don't know if this is real or not but every person that i've come across that has had the vaccine i feel like i get a sore throat after hanging out with them true you know what I mean? and you know I these think... people need to just dream on about a better world until oh, they start waking up beautiful segue <laughs> <laughs> i love it <laughs> i tell you if you got a mask on look at me i haven't worn a mask yet in in 15 months except for very 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 small situations and i'm still breathing 
Actually, Garibald, we got another segment coming up. KXEX 1550. We hope you're having a great day. We'll see you right around the other side of this. I'm Todd Cotta, and this is... Dougie Fresh. You guys be right back. Here's Guillermo Moreno. And here is Todd Cotta and Dougie Fresh from Rebel Radio Now. How you doing today, brother? Good as always. Oh, yeah. I tell you, <laughs> it's been a tough week for me, uh, and it's only Monday. <laughs> Starting on Friday. I was uh, like, oh, crap. Sorry, you almost Friday. <laughs> oh, thanks for reminding me it was Monday. <laughs> my my ears. I, I've had this. Huh? Lo- huh? Your ears? Yeah, my ears. Uh, For the longest time, I've had problems with uh, too much wax buildup and stuff and ear infections and all these kinds of things. gross, dude. It is gross. It is very <laughs> gross. And I've, I've been putting stuff in it and trying to get it all done. And I don't have an ear infection at all. It's just I have a, a massive amount of wax buildup every once in a while. I don't know if it's too hot when I sleep or whatever it is. <laughs> and then yesterday, I got a chance to have some lunch. Uh, every once in a while, we are not on the microphone. And we had lunch together yesterday in my backyard. We had hamburgers and chips. And That's against uh, Joe Biden's climate change program, right? Yes, right. But the guacamole was good. Oh, it was spicy too. Oh, Angie makes the best guacamole. She, oh, Angie, it's the best. Oh, I tell <laughs> you, Carla does not eat guacamole. And she ate it. She tore that stuff up yesterday. Yeah, she didn't did. She? Was, she, <laughs> she came running over to that bowl. So, hey, if anybody out there, I've heard about this alternative medicine where you, you you do a candle, it's got a tube in it, and you melt it, and it pulls all the junk out of your ears. Mm, that's so gross, dude. Yeah, I, I can't wait. If, if anybody out there knows of a good person that does that, like a like a clinic mm-hmm. or something like that, please, please, you know, IM me on Facebook and let me know because I'd like to get a chance to talk to him because I've been to so many doctors over the years just vacuuming it out and digging out my ears. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. So these these right here are turned all the way up. If I take this off, you heard that, that little bit of feedback mm-hmm. right there. If I take and they're way up right now so that I can actually hear myself talk. I can hear you. Probably got like a Hot Wheel in there from in, when you're in the sixth grade or something. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or a pinto bean stuck in there, right? <laughs> something like that. Well, you're um, Puerto Rican. No. <laughs> Portuguesa. Come on, man. I know. I just Come like on, to say man. that. You're Portuguese. You probably got some, something from the farm in there. Yes, but uh, now you told me yesterday you make one heck of a hamburger. I do. Uh, why is it? Why is this a good hamburger? You're gonna have me, you know, reveal my secrets over oh, I mean, the radio. But, 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 but what makes it so different? I mean, I mean, it, it, you like stuffed cheese in the middle yeah, of the man, you like know, that? onions, mushrooms, seasoning. Oh yeah, cheese, yeah, uh, jalapenos. You mix oh, it, you mix it all in the meat together. And oh, then, in the meat. Yeah, and then you oh. could, you could throw in some extra meat, like put some pork in with it too, and season that. Oh yeah, you know, slow cook it and put it in there, and then just cook it all together. Oh, that sounds so good. I say that day is coming soon. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and then put some blue cheese on it. We actually, my my dad and I, we split a cow every year. Uh, we we have it butchered. We buy mm-hmm. it and we have it butchered, and then we we get we get grass fed beef, pretty much, or grain fed beef that we put in the freezer and we eat it all year long. We we buy beef once a year. We used to do that all the time too. Yeah, there used to be like a meat truck that drove around. And- the good old days, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, be- right before the milk guy came. All right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, but, uh, you know, there was this big news story out over the weekend that, that Biden only wanted us to have uh, four four pounds of hamburger per year or beef per year. Was it four pounds or four? I could have swore it said four hamburgers per year. Well, there was four pounds or what would be considered I only eight eat, hamburgers. I only eat one pound hamburgers. Exactly. So, so you would you would, you would would have four hamburgers a year. Yeah. But and you know this what? big old story that Biden said this. And I saw Biden sitting with like some Chinese prime minister or something. I don't know. Yeah. But they're sitting at, at the table in the White House and 
what they have sitting in front of them? Two Angus Jack, whatever burgers stack that high. Didn't didn't uh, during the virus? Didn't uh, some sports club or something come to the uh, White House with Trump and he bought like uh, a K, you know a truckload of McDonald's or something to have it shipped in? And they- that's all Trump eats, dude. <laughs> he he like lives off of McDonald's. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it but it wasn't true. Biden didn't mm-hmm. say that. But what Fox News did do, because it was Fox News that kind of released this whole thing, what Fox News did do is they went to the Food and Drug Administration and looked at their recommendations how the Food and Drug Administration can lower our greenhouse, greenhouse gas emissions over the time. And so their suggestion stupid. was curtail the amount of beef we eat. So Fox News grabbed that thing and changed it to Biden said because Biden is the FDA, you know, that so kind of I thing. So I feel like they're trying to get rid of the farms by reducing the amount of water available to the farmers. And yes. now they're trying to get rid of cattle ranches yep. by reducing the amount of meat people eat. Yes. So what's going to happen? They're going to lose all this land. And then who's going to buy it? Bill Gates. So what, when it comes to different kinds of consumable animal products, mm-hmm. right, you have red meat, beef, and then you have pork, chicken, and... Is there really any other one? Well, yeah, fish. or fish, okay. yeah. or fish products, whether it's oysters or whether it's lobsters. Okay, so yeah, I mean, there might be like some nuts out there that identifies meat. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's true. Well, like you can't can't leave almonds actually, out. Actually, you call the meat inside of a the, the nut inside of the walnut the meat of the mm-hmm. walnut, so that's meat. Yeah. Oh well, there you go. There you go. No, no, seriously <laughs> though. Uh, so I, if there's four categories, you have I like my walnuts, meat, red meat, you have pork, you have uh, chicken, and then you have fish. Mm-hmm. Right. What is your order? Uh, when it comes to what, what like you what prefer. I what I eat, yes, meat, uh, freaking beef, beef, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, uh, for me, it's fish is fourth. Then you have chicken, third, and then you have pork products, second, and then you have beef, and then above that is bacon. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, bacon. You can put bacon around your beef. Exactly. There you go. So. So for me, beef is number one. I absolutely love a great steak. Love a great, great tender steak. Mm-hmm. And there's no way that they're going to be able to get people to stop going. If to you take lunch. away people's guns and their beef, imagine how mad Americans would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guns and then the beef. Oh, it's or, on. Yeah, it? or at the same time. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Sam. Sam. Sam Elliott. Right. Mm-hmm. Beef. It's what they eat. So right? just like him. Oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> uh, he has the best voice in the world. Just he does. Best him and Morgan Freeman. Yes, Morgan Freeman. He he can narrate your. He can narrate the, you know, anything, and it makes it sound from heaven. If I ever yeah. made a lot of money, Morgan Freeman would be singing me fairy tales. Exactly. Before I go to bed at night, <laughs> <laughs> I just hire him to come in yeah. and just read a fairy tale to you before you go to bed. Mm-hmm. Huh? <laughs> twinkle, twinkle, little star. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, how sick would that be, though? You know what's sick is we have burned through a full hour now of Rebel. It just goes of, by so fast. KXEX 1550 Rebel Radio now. Thanks for letting us come on the air. Yeah, thanks, Yomer. But uh, we got another hour to go, and then we got another hour after that. But we're, we're going to be doing a whole lot more stuff in the next hour. And when we're looking at our, uh, let's see, oh, yes, the Clovis Rodeo. Mm. I want to talk about the Ohio yeah. incident because I was a cop. And we're going to be losing a congressional seat and... All the events we have coming up in Kings County because we are very patriotic down there. 1550 KXEX. If you do want to call into the show the next hour, it's 559-899-1550. One more time, 559-899-1550. We'd love to be able to talk with y'all. My name is Todd Cotta. This is Dougie Fresh. Here's Guillermo Moreno.
And here is Todd Cotta and Dougie Fresh in Rebel Radio now. We want to thank Guillermo for letting us bring our podcast over to his show today. And we're we're really rocking through this second hour now. And it's amazing how fast hours go by when you're having just so much Way fun. too much fun. Ha <laughs> 559-899-1550. That's the phone number if you want to get in here and talk to uh, Dougie Fresh or myself. We'd love to be able to make this show expand. Call in. Your knowledge base. Have a little bit of fun. Yes. Talk a little poop with us. Yes. We love talking poop. Especially about idiots that make us <laughs> do stupid things like the Clovis Rodeo. Oh, my God. Can we please talk about that? Oh, yes. Let's talk about the Clovis Rodeo this weekend and our good Ben, Ben Martin, good friend Ben Martin. Oh, yeah, with the Coalition for Individual Liberties. Yes. They were out there. They were out there in mm -hmm. strength. You know, the police just gave them a, like a 10-square-foot <laughs> area to protest. A whole you know, 10 like, feet. Yeah, they uh, they marked it off with their police line tape and stuff right there at the corner where everyone was crossing the street. Okay. You know, keeping them safe because and people without masks on were going to endanger everybody else. You know, Clovis has been open for almost a year now. The good parts. You know, downtown and all mm -hmm. the restaurants and those kinds of things. Yeah. I don't know how they didn't just follow suit with the restaurants so down there. For these big events that they're that they're having, like throughout California, yeah. you got to comply with the health department. Oh, that's what they're saying. Mm -hmm. They're not just doing it on their own accord, but somebody needs to tell the health department that... So. My, what my doing question is, is my question is if you're gonna have a rodeo mm -hmm. and it's gonna cost money for all the staff and security and all the machines and all the tractors and fuel and all that stuff and how many people showed up i would say a good uh 12 dozen yeah <laughs> two dozen people. a baker's dozen yeah 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 kind of like uh yeah what a mess how, how many people were at talladega yesterday I don't even watch sports anymore. Yeah, neither I'm do so I. I'm so sick and tired of it I all. I am sick of the politics of it all. And every time I go and watch, I mean, I've, I've been to NASCAR races. And Me too. I, and, and, and it's fun. They're right? exhilarating, man. Yeah, you know. You bring your own when, beer. You're, when you're there, it's great. <laughs> but with me on the couch watching a NASCAR, about 20 laps in, I'm all... I'm, just, I'm out. I'm it's, gone. It's like watching baseball for me on TV. Like, Wait. if you're there, it's yeah. cool because you, you drink beer and have fun and scream and eat hot dogs and yeah. whatever. But then when you're watching it on TV, it's just like, oh my god, I'm so tired. Yeah, we took I took my wife and kids over to San Francisco because of uh, the, the the park there is beautiful. The, mm -hmm. You know the the AT and T or whatever they call it now. So, oh yeah, it's right there on the bay. And right there on the sick. bay, and, I, and we were sitting out in the bleachers out mm -hmm. out there in the right field, and we got so sunburned. Oh, it was crazy. But you know, I for me, I like just walking around the perimeter and watching the game. And you can go out to the wall and stand there and, mm -hmm. and watch the game from the wall. It's the same distance from where we were back shooting. in the good old days. Yeah, yeah, and uh, now all of a sudden everything is, you see those cardboard standees they put in the seats? <laughs> so dumb, <laughs> so dumb. It's just ridiculous. And now... Uh, can you he, pay to get one of yourself made? Yeah. You can? Yeah. So it's like a thing they're making money off of now? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, you can have yourself up in the in the seat, and it's, it's really stupid. And have you seen some of those uh, basketball games where they have like monitors around the whole court with people like, FaceTiming in. Yeah, like that, groups of people watching and stuff. Is, is that like next world Weird, stuff? Is that, is that like sci-fi crap? Probably. You know? They're getting ready for Mars. They're getting ready for Mars. Yeah, yeah they exactly. want to get the players used to like playing in front of a virtual audience. You know, and the Clovis Rodeo should know better. If, if you're going to lose money, then don't do it at all. And I know they lost their butt this weekend. There's no way they had enough beer concessions this weekend. <laughs> you got to make a point, though. Otherwise, the stupidity is going to continue. That, that's the exception to the California 
ABC law mm-hmm. right now. We we tried to get one for an event we have coming up, and they won't issue it to us. They will not issue it to the downtown Thursday Night Marketplace for Main Street Hanford because it's not a, a event with assigned seating. So that's their loophole that they use to be able to sell their Bud Light and all that stupid so over there. the rodeo is not assigned seating. It's the bleachers. No, it's assigned. Uh, it has the, to be assigned the seating. It has to be. Yeah, there's numbers on them. There's numbers on the seats. Who's oh. going to sit in the number... No, Especially, you know what I mean. New York ticket has a number, just like at the King Speedway. You you, mm-hmm. you can't sit wherever you want. You got to sit on the row and the seat that you got. It's still it's such garbage that you got to show proof. So what they had going on was when you got there to the Clovis Rodeo, they had a thing you could drive up to and they'll test you. Test it's like speed testing. Give me your if you, if you don't already have a vaccine test, we'll jam your brain for you. Yeah, and then you can come in. Yeah. So, so, so you're going to go watch the rodeo with a headache and a bloody nose. But the nose. FDA has already said that a vaccine is not going to keep you from getting the virus. It will, you might and may not even show any symptoms. Exactly. And, and and the FDA has said that the vaccine isn't going to stop you from spreading the virus. Mm. And they've already said that there's no guarantee that the vaccine is safe. We all know this is just a big, fat, money-making scheme. It is. And then the government goes and exempts themselves and Big Pharma from any liability. Yeah, so that isn't fishy. That is super fishy. Guys, you need to open your eyes and stop drinking the Kool-Aid. Open your eyes and stop drinking the Kool-Aid. And now open your eyes and stop drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> what? Say that one more time. Open your eyes and stop consuming their BS. And then also they're saying that you're going to have to get a third booster shot a third now. A third. Oh, they couldn't guarantee how long it would last. But that's not the thing. So the first shot that you get is supposed to, you know, this whatever variant of COVID is, is supposed to help protect against sure. that. But then when it mutates, the first shot that you got isn't going to protect you against the next thing that comes out. So they're going to say you need a booster shot, but it's going to be a different vaccine for a different COVID strain. This RNA therapy that they're giving us, they're saying that when the next hybrid d- virus is released. Mm-hmm. And I and I and I and I mean that as honestly and as seriously. When the next hybrid virus is released, it's going to kill the people that already had this one because your body—it's like the guard is down, the shields so, are down. I, was, I saw a video on this, and what they say is that this vaccine that people got—it's going to protect you against this strain of COVID. But yes. then when the next one comes, it's going to block your actual immune system from fighting the next strain that comes. Yes, and it will not do anything to fight against that strain as well. So yeah. it's basically blocking your immune system and letting that new one come through. So the, these weaponized viruses that they're doing mm-hmm. are, 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 are... Let me ask you a question, uh, Todd. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. If there was a man in your neighborhood talking today about how he wants population control through lemonade, the next day, would you buy lemonade from his lemonade stand? Never would I want to ever buy anything from him. So our good friend from Microsoft... Oh, has yes. straight up said that Sir we should William, have yes, yeah, so the, the great Sir, Sir William Bader yes <laughs> has uh, said that that there should be population control through vaccinations. So oh. why are people running out to get this vaccine that he's got all this money behind through the CDC and the so, World Health, so he Health believes, Organization? All that he stuff. believes in genocide and he believes in population control via genocide is what you're telling me. I don't know what his beliefs are, but maybe he. Uh, Maybe he got picked on a lot as a kid and just wants to kill a lot of well, people. Well, if you look like him, you got picked <laughs> on a lot as a kid too, and that's why he made so much money because he was so driven mm-hmm. to do it. He and, and and he's a rich son of a gun, and and he has no degrees in medical. 
He no. has no. So he, why is he the forefront most? The guy for, can't even make a vaccines. web browser. I know he can't even make a web browser that works. And if you can, <laughs> if, if you can figure out how to use the new Edge or whatever they call it, the the, the Explorer mm-hmm. latest edition, please let me know because it never works for me. It is junk. It is well, junk. Same thing with computers. He creates a system and then creates the virus and then creates the vaccine. It makes yes. money off of all that. So basically, the virus and then the malware he sells to you as well to fight off the virus that they made. Wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? So why not do, do it with a, computers? On a scale. Do it with computers and then do it with people. See, they've been doing it with computers for years. And I got them to believe that it was somebody else doing it when it was mm-hmm. just me doing it. So it was now, the Russians. It was the Russians. The yeah. Russians were, but he were say, hacking out a computer. Yeah, I got them to do it. I got them to believe that it was a. It, it was a real virus. You know? <laughs> that's how he said. That's it, my impersonation of Bill Gates. Yeah, I mean, you know, but, um, you, know they, you guys should really believe everything that I tell you because uh, I'm, I'm rich. You're almost channeling <laughs> Kermit, the, Kermit frog. the Frog there. <laughs> Just one octave higher. <laughs> Hello, I'm Kermit the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Woody, stop having so much fun in there, buddy. You're distracting us, bro. <laughs> I, you know, but the Columbus Rodeo should have woke up. If, if they couldn't have a wide open event, then don't have one at all. Because I guarantee you, we're going to be hearing next week in the news how much money the Columbus Rodeo lost because nobody went. Yeah, if you saw the news article on it, you'll see that there was the stands weren't even filled. There and was, usually for an event like that in Clovis, it would have been jam packed. Oh my! You know, I, I, I jam packed. I worked in the city for years, and, mm-hmm. and and I worked in radio in this city, and the Clovis Rodeo was it. It was the premier event for Clovis. It was the top. Thing and good luck getting into that thing because it was always sold out. You know, and, and making people have to show proof of a vaccine, that's just um, stupid. Orwellian? Yeah, very or- Orwellian. It's just the most ridiculous thing ever. So, you know, shame on you guys. Dang, already? I know, I know. The first segment is already Whew. wrapping up. But shame on you, Clovis Rodeo Association. Mm-hmm. You should have told Gavin Newsom and everybody else to shove it. That's right. Shove it where the sun don't shine. Mm-hmm. We're on KXEX 1550. My name is Todd Cotta. You got Dougie Fresh sitting right over here, and we are Rebel Radio. We hope you stick around for the next hour because I was a deputy for 21 years, and we're going to talk about when you can or cannot shoot somebody and what happens if you do and what happens if you don't right here on KXEX. Here's Guillermo Moreno. And here is Rebel Radio Now, Todd Cotta with Dougie Fresh. Thank you, Guillermo, for letting us sit in in the hot seat today. We're always happy to come over here and uh, just, uh, I don't know, kind of set the bar high for you. Is that a good way of saying it? While he's sitting there laughing at us in the Caribbean? I don't think he really cares. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He's sitting there, Bahamas, a oh mama, who you really want to? Yeah, I know. He's singing that song right Off now. The Florida Keys. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started on the Beach Boys. I watched Cocktail when I was a kid. Talk about watching. You know, Doug and I watched two movies this weekend. And no, we did not watch it on the couch together. We we don't live together. Although, that's not a group idea. <laughs> I like, I like my money. snuggle time. Oh, is right. I like my Todd time. <laughs> so first of all, we watched nobody. Uh, Who? Nobody. Huh? Somebody. Somebody. Bob Odenkirk. That dude in this movie was sick. <laughs> he was good. It's like it's like the new John Wick. Where's my daughter's kitty cat bracelet? You know. And, exactly. Oh God, that was so funny. And it, it had a lot of parallel, you know, things to John Wick because John Wick he got pissed over his dog being killed. Yeah, he gets pissed over his daughter's kitty cat bracelet being taken. Well, he's more mad that his family was put in jeopardy 
that that was really what I think he was more mad just because he was suppressing yeah. his inner self. Yeah, because he he just wants to go out and beat people's faces in with his bare hands. Yeah, yeah, he was he had a lot of years that he had uh, held back. Mm-hmm. A lot of years he'd held back, and he was, his his wife knew. What was he an auditor? Is that what he said? They, he, was? he was an auditor for mm-hmm. the government. So when the government couldn't handle somebody or couldn't handle a situation, he would just go in there and clean it up and get rid of it. Yeah, and he did that for a long, long time, and then he had a guy. Basically, the gist of the story is he had a guy that he actually didn't kill. He let go. And then the guy went and changed his life and had a family and a couple of kids. And he went and spied on him to make sure that he was living up to his side of the deal. And then he got jealous. Mm-hmm. And then he went off and got his own family. And then all the world turns upside down. Well, then his house got robbed. And then everybody started talking crap to him like, you didn't do anything? Boy, if I had been a guy in my house, that would have been what? Even the yeah. son was, yeah. was mad at him. Yeah. It's like, you're a punk, dad. Yeah. So when he comes back in the house... And he's all jacked up, you know, his face is all burst mm-hmm. up and he's all bleeding and stuff. The wife didn't even gasp. She didn't even, she, she didn't lose a step. She goes, oh, you're doing it again, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's the best wife in the it's world. It's a great movie, though. The bus scene was my favorite. Yeah, the bus scene was pretty darn good. And, <laughs> Go see it. If you haven't seen it, if you have HBO Max. HBO Max, it's yeah. on there. Yeah, yeah Nobody it. with Bob Odenkirk. It's, uh, it's, it is in the John Wick uh, world. You know, mm-hmm. It's in his little realm. Same writers, same stuff. But to me, the story was more about family and, and less about an ego. Because he has no ego whatsoever. I know, but it's still super, it's like so much like John Wick. Because the, the next door neighbor's hot rod. Yes. He took that. Oh, and, yeah. You know. And then he quoted him again. Did you see that when he took it, when he stole it? That was so funny. So they got the engine size wrong, though. They're calling it like a 4.4 liter V8. It should be a 396, right? It was just dumb. Like that part, they needed they needed yeah. like a mechanic to be on site to. Anybody say, could have yeah. Googled it. Exactly. You know, whatever. But then the second movie we watched, the second movie we watched this weekend, and he watched it first, and I saw his. It was the best movie ever. Quote. I didn't say that. Oh my God, you did on Facebook. I said it was the best one of this movie. Of <laughs> this movie. Ever. Ever. <laughs> so I figured, you know, I'm going to watch it. So I went on. Uh, it was H- Amazon? It was out. In, no, no, yeah, it was no, no, HBO, no, no, it was HBO, HBO Max. Max. Amazon, you had to pay nineteen dollars to watch. Um, to watch nobody, nobody, but but HBO Max had Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. and it released to the theaters at the same time, which makes no sense. Why would you want? Because you got to pay for HBO Max. True, that's true, and okay, I get. So that. we pay for those services to have those types of. Uh, yeah, but do you want to go get the RNA tested before you go into the movie theater? No. Okay. So, <laughs> I see his post about it being the best movie since the history of sliced hey, bread. Real quick, okay? can, I, can I cut in? I just had an idea that maybe they are trying to make us show proof of all these vaccines and all that stuff to keep us inside because they don't. They know we don't want to deal with it. Oh, yeah. Just like closing the restaurants to keep us inside. Now, yeah, now they're just saying, oh, we'll just you, make it you difficult. Outside, you must have a certificate of... Yeah. Yes, you must have certificates. Then you get on the bus. Get on the bus with the certificates. Mm-hmm. Go to the rodeo. With certificate. Pretty soon they're going to have little kids going around to the neighborhoods and saying, this house doesn't have the vaccine. This house doesn't have the vaccine. This one didn't nope. get... The, they're uh, in the basement. They're in the basement, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mortal Kombat! Mortal Kombat! So anyway, the movie itself, uh, and I've seen the old Mortal Kombat, which were kind of stupid. Cheesy. This is like the horrible. same time that uh, Street Fighter came out with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Exactly. They're about on the same cheese level. Yeah. <laughs> but this one was actually done okay. And I guess the best way I can describe it is, it exceeded my low expectation. So therefore, it was great. It was okay. It I like I like the fact it, that it was rated R. There was cussing and tons of bloods and guts. Do we go to the movies to be enlightened? 
I don't care about your filmography. I well, no, I I I, I care your about message. the the message. I yeah. don't care about the message. What I care about is if that popcorn was good, and if I was so entertained, I ate the entire bag of popcorn. Mm-hmm. No, I feel you. I want to be entertained, and then you have theaters now that have alcohol. Yeah, so now you can be really entertained, <laughs> and maybe you'll remember it. No, there's there's like there's those critics that you know they judge a movie based on like the lighting and the camera sure. angles and stuff like. Well, cinematography is, mm-hmm. is an art. It really it is. is an art. I mean, uh, Lost with Wolves or whatever. Dances with Wolves. Dances with Wolves, right? Yeah. Th- that was amazing. It was. Amazing. It was like three and a half hours long. Oh, yeah. I saw it in Clovis over there at the, over at the uh, Clovis uh, Sierra Vista Mall Theater there. Maybe we should watch it together on, uh, yes. when we have Todd time. Couch with one of those weighted blankets. <laughs> and heated, heated slippers. Heated slippers. <laughs> While we're eating our Angus steak. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Big old potatoes too. Do you prefer French fries, or have you ever had those fresh, fresh potato chips they make right there with fries? They just they just slice them up and make French uh, potato chips. Though. Where I, I had some. Oh, I had some at Mike's Grill in Hanford the other day. It was you know I looked up and I said, "Well, there's fries." Oh yeah, make make me chips. So they made fresh potato chips. Hmm. They, 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 they put did that. the slicer and then boom. Oh, it's good. They're all thick and crispy. And if you haven't gone to Mike's Grill in Hanford, you should try it. Plus, you don't have to wear a mask when you go in that. And I dare you to top me. Last week, I went to Mike's Grill on my 25th wedding anniversary with a dozen roses and I surprised my wife at a hamburger joint. Bro, that is so romantic. The owner, owner <laughs> owner's wife comes out and says, oh, did you bring this for me to give to Mike or from Mike to me or what? <laughs> no, it's our 25th and everybody was all happy and laughing when she came in. And they had You should little, bring them flowers, uh, though. Yes, I should. They're such great people. They are. They are very good people, and they've been, they've had a bad stick of it for I like to bring times. Ra- I like to bring flowers to all the places I eat. Exactly. <laughs> Just to show my appreciation. More people should be doing that. Yes, exactly. Especially the businesses that are that are like Mike's that don't that don't require masks mm-hmm. and actually discourage or proof masks. of a vaccine or exactly. a negative test. Mike has never uh, required masks in his store, and neither have I at the King's Gun Center. And it's one of those things that uh, we're not going to bow down to these these this government we don't mm-hmm. and Can't. mike and i talk all the time and uh him and i are about the same mind when it comes to this overreach of government it's just it's just terrible you know what i noticed when i was watching mortal kombat what did you notice when you were watching mortal kombat they gave scorpion batman voice you know <laughs> get over here that's batman voice you know what's interesting about that movie and and and, and i just when i was watching it I never played that video game much. I played it once or twice, maybe. I grew up on that game. I didn't. I was. I was. I was. I'm older than you by ten years, mm-hmm. so I was just beyond that, and I, I didn't get into video games. You're much. more of an Atari guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, N64 yeah. kind of thing. But anyway, Frogger, Dig Dug, <laughs> Dig Dug, kind of thing. yeah, Dig yeah. Dug, yeah. Mm. <laughs> but they would come into this next character, and then the first thing they would do is like. Oh, that's Blade Sauce or whatever his name Blade is. Sauce. You know, I don't know what their names are. <laughs> you know, and they would come in with these 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 character names. And you know, every one of the uh, forty to fifty somethings that played mm-hmm. that game back in the day were like, "Oh, it's him! Oh, it's that's the you know the the alligator guy yeah. or the ice guy, Sub Zero. You know, that was a good one. Uh, you know, uh, all all these things. Um, uh, every time they would come, they would introduce the name. And I can just tell all of these old video game addicts. I'm like, <laughs> when, it, when it came on, I'm thinking, oh, no. You know whose character was funny? Kano. Kano. Ken- oh, yeah, he was good. The, 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 the Aussie? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was funny. They called him Russian. I thought that was funny, too. <laughs> but he had an Australian accent. Yeah. He's like, oh, I got a laser for my eye. That's way better than yours. I don't blow stupid fireballs. <laughs> 
<laughs> so if you're looking for a good popcorn movie, and if you're looking for a good time uh, to just enjoy uh, action and a lot of uh, uh, karate style It never got dull. Stuff, no, it, it was didn't. never dull. No, it, it really didn't. And uh, it was a fun visual journey with all the different special effects. Mm -hmm. uh, it's on HBO Max. If you got it, watch it. And uh, don't don't expect to have your life changed <laughs> by yeah. this movie. Yeah, there, there actually isn't very many movies right now that will change your life. No. You know, 2020 ruined that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> also, you know what? It's probably evident of the fact of how many people actually showed up to the Oscars. True, true. Hey, uh, was there any token homosexuals on uh, that movie? Uh, um, Mortal Kombat? Mortal, Mortal, Mortal Kombat? Well, then it's not eligible for Oscars. <laughs> I, was <wondering, laughs> I was wondering what you were getting at. <laughs> I, I didn't see any. Did you see any? I no, didn't see no. any. So, so automatically they're out of the hunt yeah. because you, you got to have your token uh, color. You got to have your token sexuality. You got to have all those things built mm -hmm. into it or you're not even eligible anymore. So I heard at the Oscars this last weekend, there was only like 9 million people that watched it on TV. Yeah, that, isn't that and a lot? Not really because the last time that there was an Oscar. During the pandemic. Yeah. Well, there, the early part of the yeah, pandemic. Yeah, there was 20 million viewers, so which they, was an all-time low. All-time low was 20 million last year. Yeah. And now it was 9, 9 million. million. Yeah. And what do you think is the cause of that? Um, Probably all these stupid actors and actresses putting their two cents in on politics. Come on. Here we go. Get woke. Oh, what, LeBron? No, get woke. What? Go broke. Is that new? No. You never heard that phrase? Get woke, go broke? No. Yes. No. Yeah, Disney and all these that. people, uh, all these companies like um, uh, Nike when, when they got uh, that, that Colin Kaepernick guy to go out there and be their spokesperson. Mm. You know, get woke, go broke. That mm. is a theme. That's a slogan. It's a theme for people mm -hmm. that uh, are trying to be politically correct and be all woke. Yeah, and when you do that, your your followers and your customers, bye bye. Wonk, wonk, wonk. Exactly. <laughs> you never heard that before. No. Well, now yeah, I have. Get woke, get woke, go broke. That's what's happening. That's what's happening right now with all I'm go of these home people. And call my mom and tell her I learned something today. Yeah, there you go. We, every day we do this show, we learn something. <laughs> we do. Oh yes, it's I'll, so fun. Yeah, but you know what? I am sick and tired of these actors and actresses oh, putting in their two cents on every little thing. Every little thing, like they have something to say it. so. Yeah, it's like you read words that somebody else wrote, bro. Like you're <laughs> When we come back, we're going to talk about a media figure, mm -hmm. a very, very popular person, a person that calls himself a king, and how he can go off and now tell cops how to do their job. Did I just say and this person's name? He is, yeah, you might have said LeBron. I don't know. Did you I say did. LeBron? Okay. Yeah, we're going sure. to talk about him coming up in just a few minutes, but we're wrapping down here in this last segment. But all I know is the Oscars and the Grammys and all these things are trash mm -hmm. i was watching a, a crowder segment today about the grammys and the artists that were singing at the grammys and every act that was on the stage especially the female one were doing sex acts on stage that's called wearing that's called twerking wearing next to nothing mm -hmm. on stage they would start off dressed by the end of the song they mm -hmm. were in thongs they were they you know they they, they, they were just absolutely just the absolute minimum amount of clothes that you could put on television. They're numbing people to it. They they've, been, they've been numbing people since the 80s, 90s, whenever MTV came out. Mm -hmm. They've been numbing people to it. Madonna's been doing it, Britney Spears, all of them. See, before, if you'd have done a show like that, mm -hmm. you would have you would have got on the front page of the paper. Mm -hmm. Now, now they're cares. all doing it, so there's nobody unique. Well, look, when you So got, what's next? Human sacrifices on stage during you, the Grammys? You got housewives at home doing OnlyFans 
Okay. You know what that is? No. Basically, they just got their own like little profile, and they can do like sexual acts on on their profile, and people pay for it. They can play with their toes, and you know, do all sorts no, of weird stuff. Yeah. No. But you no, got people no. in their homes doing this right now. No. While their husbands are at work. I better call home. <laughs> hey, where'd this new barbecue come from, honey? Uh, oh, yeah, don't worry about yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, coming up, you know, we didn't get a chance to talk about that, but coming up in the next segment, we are going to talk about my 21 years as a cop and when you do and don't shoot somebody and what LeBron has done to further hurt race relations in America. I'm Todd Cotta. This is Dougie Fresh, KXEX. Here's Guillermo Moreno. Guillermo who? Moreno! Yeah! We love that guy. He's a great guy. But we're better. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, he has done a lot in this industry, and we thank him so very much for allowing us to take over his studio today. And when he gets back from, uh, you know, wherever he is, uh, Tahiti or Bahamas or come on, pretty mama. Uh, <laughs> Key Largo, Montego. Exactly. You know, one of those places. Yep. Yeah, yeah, maybe he's having a personal visit with uh, the, the Donald. Maybe. He could be. He's in Mar-a-Lago. Mar-a-Lago, yeah. He is. Exactly, yeah. We'll see. Maybe when I'm in uh, West Palm Beach in July, I'll swing by Mar-a-Lago and say hi to, you know, jun- at least Junior. Yeah. You just say, hey, what's up? Give him a call. So what's up, bro? I'm in town. Let's exactly. go get a beer. Let's go get a beer. Mm-hmm. He'll say, oh, yeah, let's go. Jump in your, jump in your Uber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, okay, so um, we promised we'd talk about this, so let's talk about this. We've had a shooting in Ohio. Mm-hmm. And it was a foster home. We know that. Mm-hmm. We know that there was a fight over messy house, a and, messy and house, unmade bed, unmade bed, not cleaning the kitchen. Mm-hmm. You know, helping clean up after breakfast or something like that. And one of the uh, foster kids, who happens to be a black female, sixteen, mm-hmm. sixteen years old, mm-hmm. decided to uh, basically go nuts. Somebody was like, "You're not my mama." Well, of course, you're a foster kid. Yeah, dummy. <laughs> but that's what they were. That's what how the argument started. Like, quit telling me what to do. You're not my mama. So the 16 year old grabs a knife and then mm-hmm. starts attacking everybody in the house. And then the 911 call comes out. And when you hear the 911 call, it's obviously another female that was. They did say the person that called it in said grown women. They didn't say kids. Grown women. Okay. Grown women with a knife. With a knife. Mm-hmm. Uh, stabbing people. Mm-hmm. So that would be a priority one call, and that would. That would bring in a lot of cars. So and only one showed up though. Well, the first one. Mm-hmm. You don't you, on calls like that. You can't. You can't go hang out two blocks away and wait for all your buddies to come up. You you got to get in. That that's part of your job. So if there was a priority one call and you knew that there was somebody with a weapon, you wouldn't wait for somebody. You wouldn't wait for like another car to show up before you got out of your car. Yeah, if it's a knife. But what, what no. if you didn't know? Well, you knew it was a knife. She was attacking with a knife. Okay. We knew that. And if there's a domestic violence situation and we hang out and don't go, or if there's a child abuse situation, which, you know, that kind of stuff, then what do you, you what do you even go. know about this though, Todd? 21 years as a deputy sheriff in two different counties, right, actually so you three might, different counties. You, I, you might know a little, uh, I've seen a, a little bit, something. so I know a bit. Well, <laughs> how, how does that commercial go for uh, state farm insurance? I've, we've seen a lot, so we know a lot. Is that how he says it though? Yeah, no. We've seen a lot, so we know a lot. Yeah. Is no, that how, no, that's not how he says Who, it. How does he say it? Oh, what? He's the guy from, uh, he was the president on 24. Okay. Yes, he was the president. Yeah. David. 
Yeah. So at the end of at the end of the day, <laughs> Todd, uh, Todd has yeah. an ism where he, he says, ism. "At the, the end of the day, yeah." This cop gets on a scene, and it's a very dynamic scene. Mm-hmm. Every, all hell is breaking loose. Everything's going wrong. And what he does know is uh, there's a girl with a knife, and she pushes a gal into him, basically mm-hmm. towards him on the ground. And she, she turns around and brings the knife up and starts trying to push a gal against the car mm-hmm. to stab her. Okay, so I saw this video, and it looked like she was going to stab her in the shoulder. Like you can live from a you can live from a stab wound to the shoulder. Can Seriously, you? if you if you cut the brachial artery right here, like down there, but it looked like it was going to go like up here. Seriously, you have people moving. You have you have all kinds of things happening right there. I don't know, man. Okay, how and many how, people? How far is a shoulder from your neck and 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 your your? Uh, well, using the Pythagorean 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 theorem, I would say that it's I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a knife. Okay. And it's being wielded and it's being thrown and struck towards a person's upper body. It mm-hmm. could be anywhere. It could be the neck, it could be the shoulder, it could be the brachial artery. So you don't think the, you don't think this cop you know wasted time pulling out his gun and stopping to shoot? He could have ran at her and grabbed her arm and kept her from stabbing the girl? You don't think he could have did that in time? Okay, so does he want his throat cut? I don't know, like you're a cop, bro. Don't you know like how to fight? Our job is to protect life, okay? And we have to protect life the best way we can he was there mm-hmm. he was the first one seen this person was obviously out of their mind and the the thing that the thing that i saw in that shot was he didn't have a good backdrop that's my only complaint about the whole thing then he could have like fired and could have hit someone else yeah because he he was firing at her who's in front of the victim what if he would have hit the victim? That would have been a horrible, horrible situation. So, you know, kudos to him for being very accurate mm-hmm. and making sure that he hit the person he did. And I'm just playing hit. devil's advocate here. I get it. I, I don't know. It. I don't know. I, I haven't been in that situation. You know, I don't know all the circumstances behind it all, but I'm just questioning, like everyone else is, could there have been an, there's an, always, alter, an there's alternate always way of handling, ways yeah. of handling it, but the safest way was to stop the threat immediately. So from your point of view, would you have done the same exact thing? I I would most likely have done the exact same thing, been put in that situation. And mm-hmm. the reason why is because time was absolutely of essence. He didn't have any other time to act because she was already in the act of striking with a knife on that other female. Mm-hmm. He, had to, he had to make a choice. Now people are going to say, why did you shoot her in the leg? No, because he could have shot the other woman in the leg. Because if you hit the right part of the leg... On he could have the, shot the other woman in the face, too. He could have. He could have. Um, it, it's just a tough, tough situation. But you're not trained to shoot in the leg. You're trained to shoot in the center mass, right? It's, yeah, the biggest portion mm-hmm. of the body, the highest percentage of hits on the biggest, thickest part. Legs can go all over the place. Your head can go all over the place. But your core of your body pretty much stays the same. When you're playing football, right? Mm-hmm. You don't tackle... You don't you you watch the core of the body because where the core goes the body goes. So how many times did you shoot her? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it was many. I think it was one or two, once or twice. And at the end, when when it was all said and done, everybody was safe. There was some injuries on you know mm-hmm. from the knife and those kinds of things. But so the, the, I would, don't call the police to your house if they, you don't. They want didn't a call. Gun. It was somebody else that called. I understand that, but somebody from that house called. Was it from that house or the neighbor? I think it was from that house. Mm. I think it was from that house that called. And then somebody, <clears throat> some politician came out and said, these knife attacks happen all the time. Why even respond to this thing? It's just part of the way we live. 
Well, I mean, I was like, really? you're going to say I've, that? I grew up in the hood. I've been stabbed like eight times. I didn't die. Oh yeah, you and uh, you and uh, Fifty Cent, huh? Nine times shot. <laughs> yeah. he, he lived. Yeah. No, these <laughs> these 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 things are way too common. So what I'd like to know is, you had these foster kids growing up in this house. What set that girl off? Had, had there been abuse in the house? Was she already angry and upset? I'm told she's new to the house. So she's new. She's and new she got to angry. the house. I'm sure she's she's been. You know, remember we talked to Lamar mm-hmm. Hill. Yeah, and he got passed around from foster house, house. to house to house, and, and, and the people from the, house to the house. The people that house. live there already didn't like him as the new guy coming in. Yes. So I wonder if she was facing some sort of opposition from the people that already lived there. Could be. And they had just been picking at her and picking at her probably. And she but probably looking snapped. at her attitude, mm-hmm. I'm sure she's had an attitude problem with other houses before too. It's possible, but we but have, that doesn't, I that think doesn't we, warrant a death sentence. I it get doesn't. That. It but doesn't. you don't go around stabbing people and don't expect some kind of Yeah, response. but when you have a 16-year-old that's going from foster care to foster care, we need to take a look at the system, I think, a little bit better to see what kind of mental health these kids, what, what kind of mental health... Um, I don't know what's the word I'm I understand for. that. Like I um, services that they've been sure. receiving, you know, going from house to house. Like they need to see counselors and stuff. A woman is going at another woman with a knife. Mm-hmm. It's a 16 year old. You're not going to say no woman. Did that woman. look like a 16 year old? Bro, just because she likes Did to eat chicken like doesn't a, mean she's <laughs> a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. But that was a woman for all intents and purposes. The call was a woman. She's as big as a full-size woman, and she's stabbing another person. Mm. We don't have time to say, excuse me, can I, can I no, look, I get at your, that. look at your history here? Hold on. I get that on your end, showing up as the cop. Yes. So what I'm saying prior to that, it could have probably have been prevented had the services that she required been given to her. You know, going from- You can have all the services in the world, and I've learned this over the 21 years I was a deputy sheriff. You can be presented with all the services. You're, can, you're an alcoholic- Right, mm-hmm. and you have free services for AA and these kinds of things. If you're not ready for that counseling, you're not going to accept it. True, but how many how many times have you heard about foster parents being abusive and you know really just getting these foster kids in to collect the tax and you know tax write offs and things like that? And you know what? When we talked to Lamont Hill from Clovis, mm-hmm. he said back in the '80s it was Wild West and cowboy time, but they've made a lot of progress into making it a better situation for these kids. They have, but I'm pretty sure it's not across the board. Oh, no. And I'm sure in some of these urban neighborhoods, it is a crapper. It's probably a nightmare. It's it's just an absolute, yeah, nightmare is a good way of saying it. But how do we deal with these broken mm-hmm. families? Except for the government continues to want more broken families. It is the job of this government to split families up. Part of the eugenics project for the black community by the government was to break their families down so that they had more uh unrest mm-hmm. more 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 tr- tr- trials of life uh more abortions and all these other things because they don't want to bring another child into this existence mm-hmm. i i squarely put it on the shoulders of the government for for starting this entire entitlement thing mm-hmm. which makes these families fall apart which turns into situations where cops have to act on and, people that are just maniacs and how many times does this happen throughout the year how many times is there a shooting or a stabbing that isn't nationally recognized oh but thousands you have the derek chauvin case of times you have the derek chauvin case yes. and then the very next day you have the shooting yes it's like if you're the media don't you think that you should be responsible and then lebron james who has no business talking about it no mm-hmm. business even interfering in it goes out there and starts posting the picture and doxing the cop that did it and then threatening his life 
you're next. Yeah. Threatening, threatening his life. Just like Maxine Waters. How dare he think that he knows what we go through as cops? How dare he go out there and put that cop's picture up? Mm-hmm. I am done. I've been done with the NBA for years. I've really never liked the NBA. I prefer college basketball. It's more true. But I, I'm sick of it. I am sick of these people trying to tell cops how to do their job when they have no idea what cops go through. It's a joke. These people that think they know more than we ever did as cops. And we did it every single day as a career. Me, 21 years. And you still get people that think they can second guess you every which way. Now, I'm not saying that the Derek Chauvin guy did what was right or wrong. But there was a lot of evidence in his behalf during that trial. And in a, doctors have said he was going to die regardless because of his amount of stuff on. It's KXEX. I'm Doug. I'm Doug. I'm Todd. I'm, I'm Doug. Todd. Crash. We'll be right back. <laughs> Guillermo Moreno. Oh, yeah, I could use a drink too. Oh, he's probably having uh, mudslides and oh, yeah. pina coladas right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, what's the other one? Sex on a beach? Something like that? That's a drink too, isn't it? Do we have we have those all the time? Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Todd Connor. This is Dougie Fresh. This is Rebel Radio Now on Guillermo Show. I want to thank Guillermo for allowing us this wonderful, wonderful evening in Fresno. Can it's it beautiful be out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a this is a vacation destination. Exactly. <laughs> I would recommend it to anyone. We got a comment right now on uh, Facebook Live. Yeah. Are, are we you, are we live? Well, yes, we're live. Phyllis, we are live. Yes. Hi, Phyllis. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> At Rebel Radio, now we are really about bringing groups together, bringing uh, political groups together, patriot groups together, and we have something down in Kings County called the Kings Conservative Coalition. The Kings Conservative Coalition is, oh gosh, it's a bunch of different groups that we bring together once a month so that we can talk about the issues in Hanford, the things that we're doing in Hanford, and uh, they include a group called uh, Sons of Liberty. Yes. And that is Waking Up the Neighbors with Jeffrey Allen 17 and JD. Mm-hmm. And then we have a libertarian group that comes in with us. And then we have uh, the some. Coalition for Individual Liberties out of Clovis. Yep. Coalition out of Clovis comes down. And then uh, we also have some of the Republican uh, Assembly. Uh, the Women's Republican the, Federation. And the, yeah, so it's several groups that we bring in together. And the Constitutionalists of California. Yeah, CFC. They, you know, they have their group in Kingsburg, and now in Clovis, they mm-hmm. have a second group. There's a lot of patriot groups out there that you need to get hooked up with, and whether it's the Sons of Liberty in Hanford, whether it's the Constitutionalists for California in Kingsburg or Clovis, the um, Assembly Republican Republican Assembly people in Clovis and Fresno uh, just get hooked in there and start working towards getting the grassroots going to get our name and word out that we are the people of the right because we are right and we we need to hold our values high and really kind of and really at a minimum if you just like listening to the kind of stuff that we talk about and you want somebody else to talk about the same stuff with that's what's at these meetings yeah a bunch of like-minded individuals that are just concerned about the things that are going on in our government and our politics today. And, you know, it's a good forum for you to just kind of meet some new new people and see some new faces and, you know, see what's going on out there. And one of the ways to win hearts and minds is to give back to your community. And this weekend at the King's Gun and Archery Center, we have our sixth annual Giving Back Weekend. Spring. Has it been that long? Six years we've been open there. Wow. And we have a Central California Blood Center coming. And mm-hmm. we also have a food drive for the St. Vincent uh, not St. Vincent, for the um, St. Bridget uh, Catholic Church Pantry. Mm-hmm. 
they're going to be there and we're going to be giving tickets away to people that give blood or give um, food and with those tickets at the end of the day we're, we're giving away a 12 gauge home defense shotgun now here's the question of the day Todd yes Dun, 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 dun. will there be ammo with that shotgun <laughs> yeah, just enough for that shotgun okay that's cool. all we got in the store right now all right we're trying our best to get ammo right now but we're going to be giving that away and the first 30 blood donors first three blood donors get a special gift from glock oh really yeah that's glock exciting this big old box of stuff to give away at the at the at the drive so we're pretty excited team there's, glock team glock there is mugs and flags and uh there's all kinds of things in the box hats and stuff that we're going to be Sweet. giving away to the first 30 blood donors come saturday starting at 9 a.m we're going to be giving away all kinds of stuff including tickets to win a shotgun at the end of the day nice yeah that's the king's gun and archery center this saturday from nine until two hey now from nine my, until two <laughs> thunder <laughs> <laughs> and uh it'll be nine to saturday on the first of may it's gonna be a fun time hands. yes i don't like needles Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't, don't like needles get, at all. I don't want to get my yeah. blood drawn. You don't work with needles at all. Mm. Hey, what do you do as your part of... So I have a charity. Back? It's called www.tattoosfortroops.org. And what we do is we provide free tattoos for our nation's service members. Whether you're active duty, retired, or just a veteran, what you can do is you can go on www.tattoosfortroops.org. And there's a couple links that you can click to donate. And you'll receive a hat and a shirt. You know, just based on how much you donate, but all of our donations go towards giving free tattoos to our troops. And the reason why we decided to do that is because our troops never get the thanks that they deserve. Never. Me being in the Navy for 22 years, I've seen a few organizations out there do some cool things for us, but it's rare. And, you know, me being in the tattoo industry, I definitely feel that I can give back by, you know, through my charity. And I really hope that people, you know, will log on, they'll see it and they'll want to donate because it's a great cause. And, you know, once all this COVID stuff goes away, we'll sure. be able to have more events and do um, tattoo conventions and get our troops to meet, you know, guest artists and things like that. So yeah. we, we have big plans for it. And there's a lot of people that are excited to see what we're going to do. So please go on to www.tattoosfortroops.org and donate. Yes, Tattoos for Troops is a great thing. And it actually brought one of our speakers coming up for the volunteer event so coming mm -hmm. up on the 8th of may is the the uh kings county volunteer night for the recall mm -hmm. kings county is a is a great county it is and it 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 does a lot of cool things including the number one county in all of the 52 counties that we mm -hmm. have in california for signatures for the recall per registered voter of any county we are a big red dot on the California map. Yes, we are. When it, when it comes to politics. Yeah, and our volunteers got out there and got us the number one slot for all of the state when it comes to getting signatures mm -hmm. per registered voter. And because of that, we're going to be doing a event with the King's Conservative Coalition, with Rebel Radio, with Waking Up the Neighbors. All of us have gotten together, and we're going to be putting on a show. We're going to have 18 of the volunteers all at the head table, and we're going to have a volunteer appreciation night on May 8th. Tickets are still available. You can call the uh, King's Gun Center at 585-2000, and you can have get your number. I'll call you back if you'd like tickets. They're 100 bucks a piece, but it's going to be a great dinner. And what does the money go towards? And it goes towards signs to get the recall done. We got the signatures now. Now there's a vote coming up in October. Mm -hmm. So the vote is going to be, do you approve of the recall or do you reject the recall? If you approve of the recall, 
then we go to the second part of the uh, the the and it says do it. So we need billboards and signs and yes. everything. So. so May eighth is that? Give us a call at the King's Gun Center if you want tickets. Who's our guest speakers? Joe Collins, Orrin Heatley, and Mike Netter from the Recall. It's going to be a great day. That wraps up hour number two. Thank you for coming out, Dougie Fresh. Thank you again for helping me out. As always, this is KXEX, and thank you for listening to Rebel Radio Now. You guys have a fantastic evening. We love you. We're out. And it is a wrap, Mr. Cotta. Dougie Fresh. Hey, stop uh, speeding that clock up. I know you're speeding that clock no, up. No, I'm not speeding the clock up. Dude, as soon as it ended, as soon as it ended, the we went... Uh, you're making it go faster. I know you are. Dude, I can't control <laughs> speed. Well, I look like a junkie. No. <laughs> <laughs>